Hello everybody, this is Beth Wesdell, author, and welcome to the Witty Writers Show. And happy Earth Day. I am here with the fabulous Kim Hanzo. Yay, thank you. <laughs> happy Earth Day. Yes, this perfect day for to discuss one of my books. Absolutely, absolutely. I'm super excited. Um, and I did mention this to you before we came online. I think I've become one of your biggest fans. <laughs> your oh. artwork is just to die for. And every single piece of your artwork that I've seen, because um, I do research my guests quite thoroughly, mm -hmm. every single bit of your artwork is just so beautiful, but also warm. And, and you just want to snuggle up to these animals because they look so cute. Do you know well, what I mean? Yes, that well, that's the goal. So I'm glad it's doing its job. <laughs> I don't know about I don't know about the kids who read your books, but I want like <laughs> like night dresses with your little creatures on and stuff like yeah, that. Well, <laughs> maybe that's to come. Yes, <laughs> we've already got people joining us. So come and say hello, everybody. Um, Heather is first in. Look, Heather. She says hello and happy Earth Day. Happy Earth Day. Thank you, darling. Happy Earth Day to you, Heather. And I'm sure she's watching with her young daughter, Gemma. And I know Gemma's going to fall in love with your books when she sees them. Um, but yeah, I, I mean, it's it's. I love the fact that you've come to join me today on Earth Day mm -hmm. um, because you are an author and an illustrator with huge background, which we'll go go into. Um, but all the majority of your artwork are all animals they're beautiful from penguins to polar bears to deer rabbits um your talents are just never ending i have to tell you um <laughs> now you've already published one book which is stand together mm -hmm. if we could have a look at that one yeah that would be because everybody's joining us i want you all to see Ooh, the books look at those penguins yeah. stand together now I believe Stand Together is is about community and working together to solve issues. Yes. Is that yeah. right? Yes. There are five roly-poly penguins. Um, this is the first in the Stand, or I'm sorry, the World of Difference series. Um, and this one is about community. So just to give you an example, um, as these penguins go through, let me make sure I can get this on the screen. Um, through their day, they um, encounter different different situations. So this one is feeling sad. He has some hurt feelings. We don't really know why, and that's not really important. The important thing is that, you know, when we stand together and comfort each other, um, it makes a world of difference. So um, there are different scenarios that go on in this book that cover different ways that um, these penguins can support each other and, and really kind of rely on and contribute to their community. So that, that is what this one's all about. And all of the books in this series cover all of the continents. So when the series is complete, it will represent the whole world. So obviously this one's Antarctica. <laughs> so that's number one. I love that. And you're just about to release book two, aren't you? Which is Walk Lightly. Yeah, Walk Walk Lightly actually just came out a couple of weeks ago. And that's what this that's this one right here. This one is, I'm trying to get it in the light. Um, this one takes place in the South American rainforest. So we've got this um, friendly little jaguar walking through the rainforest. And in this case, he encounters a toucan that is kind of hogging this whole big tree. 
because, you know, he thinks it's flashy, it's shiny, it's great, it's all mine. But kind of learns that really if we share and the whole idea of recycle, reduce, and reuse, that everybody's happier. You know, he could, he has friends, there's community and whatnot. So this one, this book is really about caring for the earth. Um, as the jaguar goes through the rainforest, he's going to encounter different animals, and they kind of learn from page to page different ways they, they can better take care of the earth. That's just fantastic. A perfect timing to release it around yeah. day. I mm -hmm. mean, you picked a perfect time, could you? The illustrations are just stunning. Thank and just so everybody knows, Kim has done all the illustrations and she's written the stories. She's so talented. She really, really is. Um, and we've got people coming on as well, sending messages. Look, so we've got Francisco who's joined us. He says, hi, Beth hi. and Kimberly. And Kirsten's joined us. We know who you are. Fox <laughs> Point Publishing has actually published your books. Mm -hmm. um, and she says, incredibly talented. I absolutely agree. Uh, and Francisco says, great books. Congratulations, Kimberly. Thank you. They are yeah. absolutely breathtaking. And, and I love the fact that your books are so thoughtful um, and so well written. It, it, it's it's so well written in that children can grasp the whole meaning behind it in a really light-hearted, fun way, but taking in the message. Right. Um, I think that's absolutely fantastic. And you're so talented. It's a very fine balance when you're writing for, for a younger generation, isn't it? Yeah, definitely. Yeah, yeah. I, and I really, in the books, tried to um, kind of break down that bigger topic into everyday ways that kids can kind of ingrain in their daily life, um, realize, helping them realize that, you know, there, there is this kind of kindness movement, kindness matters, but, you know, you don't have to be a hero. You don't have to make a grand gesture to make a difference. Really, you make a difference by your everyday actions and supporting each other and caring for the earth. And the rest of the, the next four books will deal with some other ways to do that as well. But yeah, it, it's really, it's about making a diff your own contribution every day. So. Yes. Yeah, absolutely. Now, for those of you who are very intrigued by Kim's books, because I know you all are, um, <laughs> Kirsten, the, who, who actually is from Fox Point Publishing, um, she's actually very kindly put the link in the comments so you can actually see Kim's other books that are due to come out and when they are due to come out. Um, so you can start collecting them right now. And then by time Christmas comes, you'll have the whole set and they make beautiful gifts for Christmas and birthdays. Honestly, you can't get a better gift <laughs> for a younger child. They're absolutely beautiful. And I believe your the age range they're aimed for is about seven to, uh, sorry, four to eight years old. Yeah, about three to seven, four to eight or in that yeah. range, yes. Mm -hmm. But I love the fact that they are the type of book you want to read to your child as well. You know, little ones, you know, when they start getting tired and they want to snuggle up to you and they want to see nice pictures and you can actually read to them as well. So so the age range really goes right up, doesn't it? Um, when you when you look at it that way, I think that's so exciting. <laughs> I'm so excited for you. Now, just so everybody else knows, um, you've been doing this a very, very long time, haven't you? Because you went to college um, and, and got two degrees. Yes. Um, so I have always 
come from, I come from a family who's very crafty. So, you know, that kind of creative gene is in me. Um, and I knew probably sometime in elementary to middle school that I really wanted to make this a profession and that hopefully I had the chops to do that. Um, so yeah, I went to the Rochester Institute of Technology. I'm from Western New York and um, I got a, a bachelor's in illustration and a master's in painting. Um, and then, you know, started my career and for the most part wasn't, were, took staff jobs, um, but they all revolved around illustration and graphic design. Um, and they were all somehow surrounded either education and or printing. So I've been in that publishing field for a long time. And all of those experiences have kind of afforded me the, the insight into the printing process and pre-press and you know, designing for prints and all, all of that. Um, and I always knew that my ultimate goal would be children's books, um, illustrating them. Uh, I just, you know, it took a while to have the, the guts, I guess, to do it. Yeah. Um, yeah. So about a year, well, about five years ago, I started my own business. Um, and that's when I started freelance graphic design and illustration. It was just time. Uh, and then, you know, COVID has actually been a bummer for many people and a hardship. And I'm not going to say it wasn't for me, but it did force me to kind of embark on a goal that I had and I was nearing, but I hadn't really broken the ice. And I thought, well, you know, normally I do a lot of big shows and things like that. And that's how I, I meet my audience. And I couldn't do those. They were all shut down. So now I've got this time. So um, let's, let's just give it a shot. So I started reaching out to publishers and whatnot, more for the illustration aspect and connected with Fox Point. It was one of those kismet, perfect timing, perfect fit. And I couldn't be happier with them. Um, that was this past fall. And you know, I illustrated a few books, which I thought was my ultimate dream. And then I was like, you know, there's some more coming here. So <laughs> let me let me give it a shot. And so now now I juggle both. I illustrate for other authors as well as my own books. So yeah. Amazing. Absolutely amazing. You you blow me away, Kim. You really, really do. <laughs> really? And I've I've actually um interviewed authors who you've illustrated for oh, yeah. um, so the, the books are just spectacular they really really are um does it still surprise you that i mean because uh, let's face it as young children we all aspire to have you know some sort of career or whatever um very few of us actually stick to what we decide we want to do at a young age it changes from possibly year to year to year but you had this vision quite early on and and through sheer hard work and i know you worked your socks off especially <laughs> in college oh my gosh um you must have such a great sense of accomplishment going through this journey doing something that not only are you super talented at but doing something that you love Absolutely. Um, you know, I, I kind of, I'm still in that phase where it's surreal to me. Um, there are days when I'm like, holy cow, I can't believe I'm doing this. Uh, I've always worked in printing. So the, the whole idea of having my work printed is not new. So in that sense, I'm comfortable with it, but I've also not ever had my name on it. <laughs> I've never done interviews for my, you know, graphic design work before. So that part of it is like, well, wow. <laughs> um, I don't know. It's really hard to explain. It's it, half of it feels 
um, natural and half of it is just like, is this happening? I, I, you know, that's the best way to explain it. I mean, it's a joy for sure. Um, and hopefully just the tip of the iceberg. Oh, do you know what? I can pretty much guarantee that's the case. <laughs> I, I really, really can. It's just amazing. Um, Kirsten says, Kim has a lot of groupies. <laughs> that's so cute. I bet that adults have children. That's the funny thing. I bet adults like me love all your work just as much as the, the younger generation. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, oftentimes when I um, when I have attended shows in the past with my prints and and that kind of thing, um, oftentimes you know there's a few people who be like, oh my kids aren't that age anymore, so they kind of walk on by. But most of the people that come in are like, well, I don't want to get these for my kids or my grandkids. I want them for me. And I'm like, well, you can have them. <laughs> so yeah, it's it's been really fun. It's been fun to watch it develop, and I draw a lot of inspiration from my audience. Um, you know, so I, I'm hoping to be able to do more in-person events soon because that really is very meaningful. I, I agree. I think there's something very special being a, able to connect with mm-hmm. with your followers and your readers and the lovers of your work on a, on a one-to-one basis. Mm-hmm. I, I think it brings so much joy to to the readers, but also to us as well, because there's nothing that gives you more of a boost emotionally. Mm-hmm. And it gives you so much more encouragement to keep doing what you love. Absolutely. By meeting somebody and them saying, I love your work. I, you know, that is so, so meaningful. Um, and I, I bet you can't wait to get to all the fairs and the craft mm-hmm. shows and, and everywhere else you normally do. That's, that's just amazing. So you say you're a family of crafters. Mm-hmm. Um, are, are they sort of artists and painters as well? Or do your family vary? So I came from a very small family growing up. I have a big family now, so night and day. But um, my grandparents, I was raised by a single mother. So my grandparents on that side um, were both handy in a sense. So my grandfather did a lot of woodworking um, and just different crap. He did a lot of basket weaving, he, ship modeling. He was great at real tedious work and very detailed work. Um, he and in his family dating back there were some people that did painting and that kind of thing um my grandmother was more the like person that would knit and do those kinds of crafts and craftsman work and then obviously that trickled down to my mother who passed it on to me um so nobody had really been i don't as far as i know a professional artist but every you know there had been a a line of craftsmen i guess you could say so i think i'm the first person that's taken it to the next level um, wow. but I can't imagine doing anything else. It, it's, it's funny, isn't it? How, you know, your destiny is laid out for you. If you're only going to, you know, if only you take the chance and go for it. Do you think that seeing, you know, your family doing their various arts and crafts gave you the patience and this, you know, some of the skill sets that you use now as a professional illustrator? Oh, I'm sure. Um, I think sometimes those things are so ingrained in you because that's the life you know. Um, I don't know that I consciously have thought about it, but I think you're definitely right. I mean, when we would, you know, have TV on at night, and this is still true, I have a hard time just sitting and watching a show. I I listen to them, and there are some that I will sit and watch because 
you just have to to get the details. But for the most part, I, I like doing something else with my hands while I'm watching because I can I can listen and create at the same time. And that was the case growing up. I can remember my mom sitting there and doing some sort of needlepoint or something while we watch shows. It was very rare that you would just sit and stare at the TV. <laughs> yeah. I'm exactly the same, and it's so funny you say that because I am exactly the same. Mm -hmm. um, and and I love, like you, I love to write, I love to paint, um, I love to create art. Um, and it's funny that you you love nature so much because mm -hmm. I'm a huge nature lover, mm -hmm. um, and I've created quite a number of art pieces using actually fronds from palm trees that have fallen off. And I've cleaned them, varnished them, and spray painted them, actually mounted them and everything. So I, like you, I see beauty in nature. Absolutely. That, that's my sanctuary, I would say, yeah. definitely. And the home that where we live now, which we moved into a little over a year ago, there is just incredible nature around us, more than we even realized when we moved in. And especially in the time where we've been sort of sequestered at home for the most part, it has been a nice reconnection. I've always had that in my life. We used to camp when I was younger and that kind of thing. Um, so it's never really been gone, but I'm definitely immersing myself again more than I ever had since I've been a child. Oh, mm -hmm. I think I saw a video that you shared recently. <laughs> Isn't it like a little baby snake? Yeah, a little brown snake. It was so cute. Mm -hmm. Yeah, unfortunately, they're 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 misidentified often, and people tend to kill them when they see them in their yard. So I just felt compelled when I found that one to share that video. I thought, you know, I have this knowledge. I'm kind of a nerd like that, so you know, why not why not use it for a good purpose? I, I think it was fabulous, and you're Thanks. right. Brown snakes actually tend to eat and kill the more poisonous snakes. So I, I thought it was lovely that you actually, that you shared it. I really, really did. I thought it was fantastic. Um, don't forget to say hello, everybody. And if you've got a question for Kim, please put them in the comments because Kim would like to, to answer, answer your questions for you. Um, now, I believe you had quite a lot of support from your art teachers and everything as you oh, were growing yeah. up. Mm -hmm. I, I think it's really great that... Um, there are teachers out there that actually voice to children if they've got a talent and encourage that. And I think that's super, super important. Do you think it was having that encouragement and support that really drove you to seeking a career in illustrating and, and writing? Um, I don't know if it solely was, but it definitely gave me a, a springboard. Um, I came from a very small town. I graduated with 75 people. So it was a small high school comparatively to most. Um, and at the time, I didn't realize it. But now, you know, getting out in the big wide world, I realized we had two art teachers in my high school. And fortunately, with the way my, my class path took, I was able to take different electives and kind of pack my schedule as many as possible. Um, I don't know that many schools have as many of those options. Mm -hmm. uh, so yeah, I was really able to bond with both of those teachers. Um, one of them in particular, I kept in touch with years after I was in college. Um, oh. Yeah, so it was just great relationships and, and a lot of support and guidance and help preparing for college. Um, would I probably have done it anyway? Probably, but I would not have been as prepared as I was without the, those programs. 
It's just amazing. It really is. Now, tell us a bit more about your illustrations, because obviously that's a huge part of what you do. Um, you know, your writing is absolutely wonderful. Absolutely wonderful. And the fact that you can create your own illustrations to go with your own stories mm -hmm. is just fantastic. It really, really is. Because we're, we're getting to sort of discover your personality through your images and through your your writing um do you find that it's 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 been quite tricky to to merge the two to create the book your books or do you find that it's come really quite naturally um i think it's come naturally um writing in itself like for an artist and i don't think i'm alone in this if you say go write something you're like yeah, i don't know about that like that's not my that's not my mode like that's not how i express myself but um i've had i've dabbled with writing in the past i do remember in elementary school doing creative writing and loving it um i mean sometimes it gets laborious for any kids so obviously i i had more of a natural um inclination to do more visual arts uh, but there's always this sort of internal story behind the pieces that you're illustrating. It's all storytelling. It's just whether it's through words or pictures. So um, I think when I finally decided to bite the bullet and try to write something, um, I really, I, I, this series in particular is a deeper dive into a piece that I had done several years ago, um, which is a great springboard. I have some other books planned coming up that, that are first blushes at these stories, but um yeah, I think I think I just I'm not sure which comes first, honestly. When I write, I uh, obviously I have a an outline that I of the lessons that I want to convey, but I also kind of think about okay, well, how am I going to illustrate that? So both they both influence each other, if that yeah. makes sense. <laughs> yeah, no, no, I completely understand. It, it's quite amazing how um, so many different authors and illustrators have such different ways of doing it mm -hmm. you know it really is it, it always amazes me but I think it's whatever works for the individual absolutely there's That's no right, wrong way mm -hmm. exactly um Kayla Lynn has joined Hi, hello darling she's a fellow illustrator mm -hmm. too she's absolutely fabulous and she says congrats Thanks, Kayla. <laughs> it really, really is. Now, tell me a bit more about your your process. Are you more modern and digital illustrator, or are you more traditional and you prefer working with hands-on mediums? Yes, um, both. <laughs> so I... Uh, I've kind of lived through that transition, so I'm dating myself a little bit, but you know, I've I first learned to draw, you know, everything traditionally, um, and so that computer art was coming into effect when I was in college or a little bit before that. So I dabbled in it then, but that wasn't the main way that we produced work. Um, so my my training, I guess you could say, is traditional, but then my career has been digital. Uh, and there is something that happened. There, there's a tactile quality that you cannot replace with digital, and I still retain some of that. Um, and that's why all of my illustrations start with sketches, and um, I use them in some way. Sometimes they're more refined than others um, in all of my pieces because I just like that gritty gestural quality. I think there's a lot of energy that is, is kind of built into that that you can't get through um, a 
perfected digital line, let's say. Yeah. Um, but there is also something with digital. I mean, you can undo and redo, and uh, there, you know, that is nice too. So if you know you draw draw something or color something, you're like, I don't like that. Well, you just delete it and start over, yeah. um, or not even start over. You just start that part over. Um, so there's like this nice balance there. Uh, so I do, like I said, the foundation of my drawings do are handwork, and then I will combine everything digitally and colorize it that way. I, I really like patterns and paper patterns. So if if it fits the project I'm doing, I will combine those into the pieces as well. That's absolutely fantastic. I, I love the fact that you you are able to do both. Mm -hmm. um, I think nowadays, I think that there's so many different options, aren't there, for people who are mm -hmm. just getting into it, doing illustrations. Um, but I think actually being able to create illustrations traditionally using various different mediums, I think it gives you a true appreciation of how different mediums work mm -hmm. on paper or if you're doing watercolor you know i think that's a really good skill set to have and the fact that you can do both for you i mean it's fantastic because it opens up two different types of market doesn't it really mm -hmm. um, but it is just amazing now as we said earlier most of your illustrations are beautiful animals they are gorgeous. Now, do you tend to work off pictures, like photographs, to get the general you know, idea of shape and, and portions? Or do you just tend to do it mainly from, from your imagination? Um, most of it is my imagination, largely because I've observed. I do like to photograph animals. Um, and I've done a lot of that over the years. Uh, it's just kind of a hobby, and it's relaxing to me. Um, so on occasion, I will refer to a photograph, especially if it's an animal that I'm just, I just can't formalize what the form should be in my head. I may try to find a reference to help me out. But for the most part, um, it's, it's just internal. It's what I've observed and I've kind of learned um, from observation. Yeah, yeah. Now, when you, when, you, when you decide that you want to do an animal, mm -hmm. um, do you tend to um, do multiple different photo, uh, pictures and scenes of different positions, or do you tend to work on just one project at a time? If, if I am doing it for somebody else, like a character study, somebody else's book, then yes, I will do multiple angles to kind of sort of give them a full range idea of what is going to come in the book. And usually I'll use gestures that relate to, there's something we're gonna use later, um, yeah. a scene or an action. If it's just for me, then I just I just go, and just work through it. <laughs> now, now, I believe you have children yourself. Mm -hmm, I do have three. Uh, the, 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 you need a medal, I've got four. I need a medal. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> we love them all really, we love them all really. Um, they must be blown away by your talent. Yeah, um, yeah. I mean, I think um, they're they're used to me doing creative work. I've always done it, and um, I, I do think they enjoy it. I, I, when they see the books, they may not verbalize it a hundred percent, but I see them 
read the dedication, I see them flip through it. And there's just kind of this look in there. I like, wow. And then my son did say after the first book that came uh, when we opened the box, he's like, you, you did this all by yourself. And I'm like, well, yeah, that's what I do. <laughs> so it's just, it's fun to see that. Um, again, that's that, you know, experience that I've had with printing, I've done it. And so I'm used to seeing my work printed on some level. That's just normal to me, um, I guess, or normal to me. But for many people, that's that's amazing, you know, and I and I get that. And so I appreciate it. That's so cool. I, I, I absolutely love that. And I something that I have mentioned to other children's authors as well is, is the fact that with children's books, um, you know, not only can your children enjoy them, um, but when they have children later on, their their children can enjoy them. And it's something that can just go on and on and on. And I think that's absolutely wonderful. You know, in years to come, your great grandbaby's coming up to you saying, Nana, you made me. <laughs> you, know, you know, that sort of connection, I think, is, is a gift that just keeps on giving. Mm -hmm. I, I think that's lovely. So do any of your children have an interest? Obviously, they're seeing you constantly you know, creating these beautiful images um, of all these wonderful animals. Are any of your children sort of uh, getting inspired to maybe following your footsteps? Um, you know, that is an interesting dichotomy. So as a parent, you know, you have to be careful what you, of course, I'm a resource and I'm happy to support them, but I'm their mom. So I kind of let them do their thing. And if if they're interested in drawing or a design class, I support them. I have learned that I, I'm not going to give them a ton of tips unless they ask, because then I become the mom who's, you know, and then they start comparing themselves to me. And that that's just not, that's not where they need to be. They need to explore and be their own person. And if it develops, I will support them. And if it doesn't, it doesn't, you know, they're going to be their own person. So um, I have two that have, mild interest in arts and crafts i have one that absolutely does not and that's fine be your person <laughs> yeah it's, it's amazing how different your children can be mm -hmm. it really really is i mean i've got one that's really technically minded you know mm -hmm. fascinated with anything mechanical engineering or whatever um and is a huge gamer um and then i've got my my <clears throat> my oldest daughter who is definitely more figures and numbers and that type of uh, type of thing? Um, I've got one who who sings, um, and she gives me goosebumps. I mean, she's that good at singing, and I'm, I'm not just saying that because she's my daughter. She has got an amazing <laughs> voice, um, and she can out sing me. Even though singing is my passion, but she can out sing me like that and has been able to for a very very long time <laughs> i just don't sing no more now <laughs> but it is amazing how you know how your children have such different personalities and some are like you and have similar interests and some don't but i think it's lovely that you're just letting them be them and and finding their own you know their own little path um now for any budding illustrators or children book authors um are there any things that you think that have really helped you on your journey you know key things that have made a big impact for you and made a difference mm. um you know looking backwards i can see things that have i 
at the time I didn't necessarily consciously, obviously I planned to go to college for those, those skill sets, but um, my career path, it just was what naturally felt right to me. And so I would say, just, just follow your gut, follow your passion, and it's going to take you where you belong. Um, and, and ultimately, you know, I'm, the situation I'm in now, all of those things are cumulatively coming together and yeah. making my dream come true. That was not the plan. I mean, I didn't plan each step of my career for that purpose. Um, it's just kind of how it fortunately worked out. Um, so I would just say, follow your passion, um, believe in yourself there, follow your gut. I'm a big believer in following your gut. I think your intuition often knows better than maybe your mind does. <laughs> um, I, I agree 100%. Yeah, you know what feels right and what doesn't. And, you know, even starting my own business, that's scary. And there are a lot of people that were like, oh, are you sure you want to do that? That's what I'm supposed to do. I mean, that's all I can say is I felt like that's what I was supposed to do. And there have been some tough times and times when it didn't make sense to keep going. But I did because that is what I'm saying. And here I am. So, you know, you just, you just, again, follow your gut. <laughs> Uh, you're, you're absolutely right. I think I think you do need to trust your own instincts, and I think you know if you work hard enough, you can achieve so much. Yeah, yeah. I think it's about believing that you have you have everything in you to handle what comes, even yeah. if you don't know what it is. You you will figure it out. You're smart. You're able. You know. You just you just do. Yeah, I absolutely agree with you, one hundred percent. We've got some more comments. Uh, Theodore has joined us. He says, good evening, Beth and Kimberly. Thank you, darling. Unfortunately, he was working last week and he only mm. caught the end of it, but glad to have you with us, with us Theodore. Um, Heather would like to know, when you illustrate for others, do you prefer they come to you with a lot of notes with what they envisage? Envision, oh, I can't even get my mouth around that. <laughs> or that they give you a complete free reign? Mm. That's a good question. It is a good question. Um, I, I don't, I don't have a preference. Um, I think a good illustrator uh, or professional creative, whether it's design or illustration, the same, um, the th same thing stands. I think you you want to obviously internalize the story. Um, you're going to get some ideas from that. If the illust or the author, excuse me has ideas and insight or you know maybe they've written a story about their the stories inspired by child let's say um that's important i want to know that because i'm trying to fulfill obviously their vision to an extent i'm also the professional so i'm bringing my own vision to the table but it's a synthesis of all of that um it's not either or one or the other so if they have things that they want to incorporate or things that they imagine, tell me. Um, I've had some authors, well, they'll, they'll give me some ideas and I'm like, well, have you thought of this? So it's it's a creative process. And I think upfront, uh, feeling all of that out is very important because the last thing you want to do is get two thirds through the book and they're like, you know, I really wish, I really wish this was in there. Um, yeah. So I, I think that dialogue and communication upfront is critical. And if they have notes, great. If they don't, that's fine too. I'm competent to handle that. So um, either way is fine. It's, it's really just what benefits the creative process. It, it really must blow some of these authors away that when you bring to life their characters, mm -hmm. you know, because as a writer, as you know, mm -hmm. you know, you, when you 
write a story, you've already created the character in your mind. Right. Trying to convey that to somebody else is actually quite a quick, a, a tricky process, you know. Um, so for you to actually create their characters and your own, it must, <laughs> you know, I mean, they must get so excited. Going, yes, that's mm -hmm. exactly what was in my head. Um, mm -hmm. I think that's amazing. Yeah, yeah. I mean, there's, there, and all authors are different. So there are some that, you know, you're going to go through several character studies. So we find the right one, not because what you've done is bad. It's just not, it just, you know, you know, when you know, yeah. and, um, but when that clicks, yeah, it's fun because <laughs> it's just fun to see because then all of a sudden you're on the same page and you can develop this character together. Um, you know, I've got one book that I'm working on right now. Um, I love working with this author and her story actually, uh, inspired or reminded me of an experience that I had with my kids. So I'm illustrating her story, but with, with my people. So it's really oh, kind of fun to see, um, you know, it's, it's just this relationship and this connection that you can develop with authors um, just through that process as well. It's really nice. Yeah, I would imagine you get quite a good connection with these authors mm -hmm. um, because you're, do, you're creating something so special together. Mm -hmm. um, I would imagine, you know, a lot of the authors that you work with probably become very good friends yeah. because you've made their sure. imagination and dreams become a reality, basically, haven't you? <laughs> I think I'm still feeling in awe of you, Kim, to be honest with you. <laughs> well, thank you. <laughs> Out of all the animals that you create, um, and, and they're absolutely beautiful, do you have a favorite animal? Yeah, yeah. Oh, we, I think we all have a favorite animal that we love. I mean, I, I love elephants. Elephants have always been my thing. I just love them and have that connection with them. Is there one specific one that you think, oh, I love that? Oh. Um, hmm, that's a great question because there aren't many that I don't like. So to identify a favorite, I don't know. Um, one that I've kind of been... <laughs> It's going to sound really weird. I, I like skunks. Um, <laughs> I don't know why. I just, I guess because most people think they're unlovable. Um, it's not like I collect them or anything like that. But um, I, I have a piece that uh, is about kindness, be kind. And it's about a skunk. And it's basically about sometimes the least lovable person is the one that needs love the most. Um, and that one connects with people a lot. So I don't know. I just have this kind of. Uh, appreciation for them and my daughter had a party one time we had animals there and they brought a skunk and I was like I have to hold the skunk <laughs> um and they smell even when they have their glands removed but but it was fun <laughs> they so, are cute little animals I have to say they are cute oh, thanks. Uh, and I and obviously I mean I'm I'm from England so we used to get cartoons with Pepe Le Pew. Mm -hmm. Remember Pepe Le Pew? Yeah. And his little girlfriend. I used to love watching those. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I do, or should I say, I did love skunks. Mm -hmm. well, they are quite cute. And we do get to see in, in California, we do get to see little skunk families. Oh. There's a lot of babies. There's yeah. a five of them going on. Um, however, last year, I did have a bit of a bad experience with two skunks. Uh-oh actually Kim, because um, I decided to take my dogs out the front on the grass to uh -oh. go for bathroom. 
and they raced out the front and there was two skunks right outside my front door right there both of my dogs got squirted <laughs> you've never smelled anything i can imagine <laughs> it was the most awful thing it's bad enough when you can smell one that's been like hit on the road right when it's fresh mm -hmm. and it's two of them yeah oh my <laughs> gosh I, I, a lot of my followers were in fits because I was literally doing a play-by-play -play on my Facebook oh. going, oh, my good God, <laughs> you will never believe what's happened. <laughs> and tomato, okay. tomato juice does not work, everybody. It does not work. Oh, just gosh. <laughs> removal spray and stuff and just have it in your house. But but they are really cute animals, mm -hmm. I have to say. And I do, I, I can understand that. Um. So are you likely to do any books with skunks as the main characters? Um, I Not as the main character, but the next book that I'm, I currently have one book that is at the printers that's Give Freely. That one takes place in Africa. So the main character, well, I should say that the first character and the last character you see is an elephant. Um, but then it's different African savanna animals. But then the next book after that is Live Gently. And that one takes place, that's a woodland theme. So the main character is a fawn. Um, but yes, there is a skunk in the book. <laughs> that is so lovely. I, I love the fact that you're literally taking your story around the world. And, and you're taking your children readers around the world. Yeah. I think that's absolutely fantastic. And I, I'm a huge animal lover. Um, and like you, you know, I have a, the, the greatest respect for our planet and the animals on it. Um, and I do get quite upset when I see stuff being done to animals and stuff that just breaks my heart. I think it's lovely that your books are going to be educating children without them even realizing it. I hope so. I, hope so. <laughs> I think that's lovely. Now, I've noticed that the majority of your illustrations are land mammals, mm. um, but I have seen some that are, um, I, I saw dolphins and I saw a beautiful illustration of a whale. Mm -hmm. um, are you likely to be doing like land and sea in the future? It's funny you ask me that because um, the World of Difference series does not take into account the ocean. However, it should be represented as part of the world. So I've been contemplating how that might be an encore book at some point um, to kind of bring that into the situation. I haven't quite fleshed out how that's going to work. But but yeah, it's definitely on my mind because, I mean, there's nothing more fun than drawing colorful fish and octopus and all that thing. Yes. I, I absolutely agree. And it's funny because I recently went away um, and did a, a bit of snorkeling. And um, and that was just absolutely amazing, seeing mm. these tropical fish and, and just the colors are just so vivid. Oh, yeah. It must be like an illustrator's dream seeing mm -hmm. something like that. You know, because when you get like a colorful angel fish or, or something like that, they must you must be able to just make them pop from the page. Oh. Yeah, I mean, there's so many shapes and colors and textures in the ocean that, that yeah, you can go on for days. <laughs> and and yeah. it's funny because children always tend to go for the weirdest animals as well. Sea anemones, and they want the really mm -hmm. wonderful creatures, don't they? It, it's funny because my, my daughter's favorite animal is a narwhal. Oh, yeah. And Did you I, see the narwhal on my website? 
I do. <laughs> I do. I did. That's why I mentioned it. I, I, my, my, she was so super excited. I mean, she's the. My daughter's got narwhal socks, mm -hmm. narwhal cuddly plushies, whatever they're called. Oh, she's got mm -hmm. narwhal everything. So when she saw that, she was like, oh my <laughs> "It's just amazing." So, do you have a bit of a menagerie at home? Are you, you know, do you have lots of pets and stuff? Oh or? gosh, yeah, kind of, sort of. Um, yeah, I have two dogs. Uh, we have a well, it's actually my mom's cat, but in the household we have a cat. Um, we have a guinea pig, a geriatric guinea pig, uh, <laughs> and we have one, two, three, four fish. So yeah, that's uh, you know. And then I have a whole backyard full of wild animals. So yeah, um, yeah. Mm -hmm. I mean, I, I I love it, and uh, possibly would have more if I didn't have children and a husband, but you know, that that's enough things that need to eat and whatnot. Because <laughs> we always end up doing it all, don't we? Mm -hmm. <laughs> <laughs> always the way. Uh, Kirsten says, teachers love Kim's books. Oh, good. I can understand why. I really, really can. And I love the fact that you're able to, or you're planning to publish the whole series mm -hmm. this year, because I think once children get their hands on them, they're just going to go, they just want one after the other, after the other. And I, I think that's wonderful. I'm really excited to to think of all, for, for, I know it's early, but I'm really excited for Christmas mm -hmm. because there's so many children that are going to be able to open up your books as gifts. I hope so. And they're going to be so super excited. I think that's lovely. I've actually planned, I'm going to be collecting the books because I've actually got some nieces in the UK um, so I'm going to be buying them and collecting them and shipping them to my nieces for Christmas. So I'm excited to see their little faces. Yes. It must give you so much joy, Kim, to see children's faces light up when they see your characters. Mm -hmm. um, I'm in love with your penguins. I think they're so cute. <laughs> they're absolutely gorgeous. Now, just everybody who's watching, just to let you know, um, Kim has very kindly offered to give away a signed copy um, of your beautiful book. There we go, Walk Lightly. Um, this is in relation to Earth Day. So being kind to animals and the planet and each other, which I think is absolutely beautiful. Um, now it is for US only. And I say that because as an author myself, it costs a ridiculous amount to actually send them abroad, I'm afraid. So we, we are keeping it US only. Um, but the other good news is that I'm actually doing a giveaway myself for, for Earth Day um, for a completely different age range. It's for young adults. So you've got the chance of winning a, a young children's book or a young adult mm. edition of Earth Angels ebook. So if you would like a free copy of the Earth Angels ebook, um, go on Amazon. You can download it for free. My little celebration for Earth Day. Um, and if you would like the chance of winning Kim's beautiful book, Walk Lightly, um, all you have to do is share. So share, share, share Kim's interview in as many places as you can. Um, Facebook, Instagram, wherever I've shared it, you can share it. Um, and tag me and I will see your, see your share and you'll get entered into winning the giveaway. Um, 
Kim, I'm so excited for you. I really, really am. I think you're just going to just blow up, I think, on the children's book scene. I really do, because the, the illustrations in your books are so beautiful inside and out, words and pictures. Um, you must be super excited for this pandemic to be over. <laughs> you can actually hand them to children and go, there you go. I think we're all waiting for that to be over and super excited for that. But yes, um, I, yes, I mean, I would love to be able to, you know, maybe do some school visits and things like that and, and read the book and hand it out. Yeah. It, it, people right now will sometimes send me a photo of the, their child or grandchild who's received the book of them reading it. And it's just so precious to see it in the hands of the, the audience it's intended for it really it really is so yes i'm definitely hoping that i can do more of that in person in, in the coming months do you know what i i it's it's amazing because it, in my head i can literally visualize your books being in like zoo gift shops mm -hmm. Could be. Uh, places like that because it's got such a connection to do with animals and and such great messages and everything. I, I can really picture myself walking into a gift shop in a zoo and seeing your books there all displayed next to all their plushies. I, I think that would be absolutely wonderful. It's so educational. It it really, really is. Kim, I, I, I'm just so impressed with your books. I <laughs> absolutely love them. I really, really do. Um, where can people purchase your books? Because I know they can get them direct from Fox Point Publishing, and Kirsten's very kindly added the link on there. Um, they're on Amazon as well, aren't they? They're on Amazon, and you can also purchase them from my website, which is Lello, like yellow, with starting with the letter L, L-E-L-L-O-W, lolly, L-O-L-L-Y.com. Uh, and you need to, everybody, you need to go and have a look um, at Kim's website because her illustrations are beautiful. Um, you also do, a, like, gift cards, um, postcards, loads of different products with your illustrations on. Um, they're, they're just absolutely stunning. So everybody do go and have a look. Um, I believe I've got all your link, all your other links on here as well. Um, and good news, everybody, because I've actually created a podcast um, at last. Um, so your interview um, and all my previous interviews will be available to listen to as well. So uh, for those of you who like to listen and, you know, while you're working or driving or whatever, you can actually play back Kim's interview um, on my podcast as well, which I will share the link. And I can see Kirsten. She's so efficient. I love her. <laughs> She's just putting up your links right there for us so everybody can can find your books it's absolutely right. wonderful she's she's a mean working machine that lady she is, she is. <laughs> she is fantastic kim you've been an absolute joy to talk to you absolutely have could we before we finish could we have another quick look at your books of course yes they're so beautiful and this one stand together hold it right up oh my gosh those penguins are so cute <laughs> I, I want those in real life like in real know, life <laughs> toys on yeah, my bed walk lightly that is absolutely mm -hmm. amazing thank you so much now just quickly i want to ask you do you do you struggle picking up you know do you struggle with character names or do the names pop in your head as you're drawing them 
Well, these characters haven't actually had names. Um, hmm, that's a good question though. But I, yeah, I mean, I, I have a, a friend who's working on a book and the animals have names. And I'm always like, well, is you sure that's the name? Um, I don't say that because that's not my choice, but I, I, there are, there have been times, yeah, you're kind of, is that really look like a so-and-so? But um, so far my books have not, the animals aren't named. They're, they're they just fulfill a kind of representation. They're, they're symbolic. Um, but that day may come. Yes. <laughs> now I would imagine, cause you've done a lot of work in, 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 on the marketing side as well, especially for your own business, because you're literally swapping all these different hats. You know, one minute you're the illustrator, next minute you're the author, next minute you're marketing and promotion. So you're swapping all these hats. Do you find that your your graphic design and marketing experience has been um, really beneficial in oh, helping? Oh, absolutely. You? Oh, definitely. Yeah. Um, yeah, I I mean, anybody else that I know that enters this, I, you know, I, I feel you know, I like to share information and experiences. So I try to offer that, but yeah, I, do, I don't know how I, I, my hat is off to anybody who starts doing this. Um, I guess you could say cold Turkey as, as a phrase, but, um, because absolutely, as I mentioned before, every phase of my career has, has led me to this, whether it's business, you know, knowledge or marketing or, you know, I, I mean, just what, platforms to use and frequency and analytics i wouldn't you know when you do that for the first time i at least have the insight behind the scenes before um so definitely that helps do i always do it well no because like you said i'm wearing like five different hats and there's no way you can do all of those great so yeah uh, every day you kind of pick which one am i doing today <laughs> I oh, know, and there's never enough hours in the day, is there? No. Especially not when you're still raising children as well. No, right. <laughs> You've got all them jobs to do as well. You're a nurse, cook, laundry mm. person. <laughs> <laughs> do you know, my hat comes off to you, Kim, because you are such a multi-talented person. Oh, and I'm super excited to just see your career just keep lifting off the way it is. I would love to have you back in the future. That would be great. Um, to, 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 to go over your new books mm -hmm. um, and maybe we can try and do something for Christmas or leading yeah. up to Christmas because um, I think you've got um, your last book coming out in November mm -hmm. yeah so I'm going to finish this series and uh, then I have a surprise coming out for Christmas oh my gosh <laughs> right so we need to get you back we need to get you back when you launch your the last book in the series which mm -hmm. is the uh, love one another Mm -hmm. um, and then you, maybe you can announce your big surprise Absolutely. as well. All right. yeah. Oh, I'm so excited. <laughs> well, listen, Kim, thank you so much, darling. You've been an absolute pleasure. I can't believe the hour is like coming to a close already. It's gone so fast. Um, but for those of you who, are, who aren't watching live, um, please if you, comment. If you want to ask Kim anything, um, please put it in the comments and tag Kim or myself so we can see your question um, and then obviously the giveaway will run between now and next Thursday so share 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 the more shares you do the more chances you got of winning and uh, hopefully you will win a signed copy of a beautiful book <laughs> Kim thank you so much darling for joining me you thank you, you you are absolutely wonderful oh. and I honestly can't wait to interview again later in, in the year and, um, and and see how you've been doing and how your books are flying off the shelves, I think. Well, 
I hope so. Well, thank you. This has definitely been a pleasure. Oh, thank you, darling. And thank you, everybody, for joining us. Join us for next Monday uh, for another live show. And um, it's all good. Have a fantastic weekend. And we will see you again later in the year, Kim. Sounds great. Thank you. Bye for now, everybody. Bye. Bye.